we're coming back at you today. Um, like usual, it's Wednesday, so that means you know, you know that a new episode's coming out. We're fairly reliable. We are very reliable. I hope so. Yes. <laughs> right now, we're, we're very reliable. <laughs> Let's pray that nothing ever hinders that in the future. That's right. Um, but I'm Rhonda. And I'm Casey. And we are here to set your world on fire, just like every other week. That's right. Um, and... All the social media things. That's normally what we tell you about first. Um, I'm a little out of it today. So, social media. You can find us on Facebook at Flamethrowers Podcast. Uh, Instagram, same thing. Flamethrowers Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we'll just say right now we're in the in the midst of Lent, and so Rhonda's fasting from social media. So, yes. that's why she's out of the loop. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. Um, I don't know what any of those words mean anymore. What is social media? I don't know. Um, anyway, so how's life going for you, Casey? Uh, it's good. Um, so for the future people, mm-hmm. uh, we're in the beginning of March, and it's still real cold. Oh, my word. This week is extra, extra cold. <laughs> no. And I'm ready. I'm, I'm thankful the sun is out. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jesus, for yeah. that. But yeah. the heat could come on a little bit. Yes. I'm just a little cold. But yeah, things are good. Life's going. Kids are going. What good. about you? Good, good. So, um, life ordinary. Same old, same Is old. Is the sickness finally the out of your house? Uh, I won't Mostly? say yes for sure, <laughs> but I'll say we're claiming it. Um, name it, claim it. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. No, um, this past week has been really good because last Wednesday when we recorded the last episode. Mm-hmm. We, did we record that on the last I don't day? think so. I think it was a Tuesday. Tuesday. We did Tuesday. Okay, so the <laughs> next day. Yes, we were supposed to have a lab. That was the reason That's I'm right. thinking there was something. Okay, so our church does labs like every three weeks where we just do like a quick Bible study kind of thing, and I had intentions to go to that. But my daughter takes this dance class at her school. Um, I don't pay for dance lessons because I'm poor. But... <laughs> <laughs> And she's never expressed interest in it. So, obviously, it's not worth investing in if your kids don't want to do it. That's just my two cents. Anyway, um, the Friday before, she had, um, I had gotten an email from her dance teacher that they were going to have a showcase. And I knew that my daughter had been practicing this dance. She and a friend, mm-hmm. it was a student choreographed thing. She's in sixth grade. So, it was a big deal for her. That's right. Because... My child is a wallflower kind of kid, Mm. or at least she always has been. She's been the one who, when she meets new people, hiding behind mom's Mm. leg, holding on for dear life, shaking, full-blown scared. The first time we came to this church, she had a full-blown panic attack. The entire back of her neck, all across the top of her shoulders, were hives everywhere, Um, hyperventilating, I mean, everything, everything. So anxiety has been something that she struggled with even at a very early age. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I don't know that there was any specific reason for why, but she's never been through a lot of trauma or anything like that specifically, but it's just how she's made. And so mm-hmm. we made a lot of changes a couple of years ago. We moved um, from one house to another. She moved schools and then we moved churches. So within a year, she'd gone through a whole lot of yeah. change, just yeah. a lot of change. and. Uh, the anxiety was manifesting in a lot of different ways. So we found a good Christian counselor here in the Triad area, and she was 
amazing mm-hmm. with Ivy. Mm-hmm. She really got Ivy out of her shell a lot of ways. And so we, I saw a lot of growth when she was going through that. Um, but back to the dance thing at her dance showcase, the girl that was supposed to be doing it with her had a soccer game. Oh, goodness. Because so that the teacher, means solo? Yes. So the <laughs> teacher did not actually say anything to the parents about this until five days ahead of time. So mm. obviously you can't tell your coach five days ahead of time, I'm not playing soccer that day. It's not quite the same. Plus, parents paid for that. In school, they didn't. So, what has priority? Where your money is. Exactly. Um, So, Ivy, I asked her, are you going to be comfortable doing this by yourself? Because Mm -hmm. she's never been an on-stage performer kind of person. She's Mm -hmm. never done anything like that. Yeah. And she said, yes, Mom, I want to do this so much. And she got out there. I mean, as soon as she got on the floor, I started sobbing. (laughs) And so I videoed this thing, and she's doing it to Lauren Daigle's song, Rescue, which if you've never heard that Mm. song, you should definitely go listen to it. But Lauren Daigle is her favorite artist of all time. And so watching, she's going to cry right now. I am. Yo, I saw a video. It's so sweet. It was so good. And you so would know that she's had any anxiety. She just handled it so well. So she she just went out there and danced her little heart out, and I was so proud to see this little butterfly growing her wings and just showing off this beauty that God has put in her. Mm-hmm. And the way that she just is now, when she comes to those stressful situations, a lot of times she retreats, but she's equipping herself. She'll go to the Word, and she's got coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And I we're going to share some of that, but today's episode is going to be about anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. Um, I think in our culture, it's a huge word. It's something Mm. that we face every day. If you've never faced anxiety, you're in the point zero 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 one percent of the world, I think, because I just, I don't know that it's possible to exist in this world today and not face it. Right. Some sort of worry. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Um, So Casey looked up the definition for anxiety. I think we all know what it means, but sometimes it's good to get that point of reference. Yeah, um, so the definition is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so for me, worry and anxiety are hand in hand, it's yes. the same thing. Yeah. Yes, and we, when we were approaching this episode, we kind of had other words, we were like, well, we can talk about all these things, but mm-hmm. sometimes I think it's easier, we, we want to lump all these things together, but maybe they're not always tied together, specifically fear and anxiety and insecurity. So we're going to try and talk about fear and and insecurity in some upcoming episodes. Um, But today we're just kind of pinpointing out anxiety because it's something that while it can exist in the realms of insecurity and fear, they don't always go hand in Mm -hmm. hand. You know, sometimes anxiety comes from outside sources that have nothing to do with what you're afraid of. It's just that being overloaded or overwhelmed um, by things. And that's another word that, like, we had life group last night, overwhelmed, just overwhelmed. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, just in the day-to-day, I hear women especially saying, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, And... And if you're a guy listening, don't think that we're just, we're speaking from our perspective. We're two girls and we have lots of female friends. So, but I know that men face that same thing, you know. Yeah, we know guys that definitely struggle with anxiety and worry. Yeah. Right. And the balance between work and provision and life and Mm -hmm. expectations and all those things bring on that overwhelmed and anxious Mm -hmm. feeling a lot of times. And I don't think that... Um, I don't think that there's necessarily a good way to retreat 
from those places. Um, so we have to figure out ways to cope and to manage right. in those places. Um, so when I think about anxiety, I think of it as sort of choking. Mm. Like it's something that presses mm. down on you. Yeah, my word would be crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like it's killing you. Mm-hmm. In, in so many ways, it's yeah. killing you. It's taking the it, life from you. It feels like it's <laughs> And so for me, the opposite, I looked up opposites beforehand, but I'd written one down before we actually um, even got together. But freedom mm. is sort of the opposite of that yeah. to me in so many ways because while it can mean, you know, comfort and peace and things like that, freedom is like not having those that strangling yeah. feeling, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Um, but... A, a verse that I read when I was studying for this, Proverbs 12:25. Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, mm. but a good word makes him glad. So I think that's a great place to anchor your whole stance on anxiety, because what's a good word? Everything <laughs> that God put into the Bible. Yeah. So if anxiety in a man's heart weighs us down and the good word makes us glad, then how do we overcome that one way is to stay in the mm-hmm. word, right? Like yeah. to make it a daily habit, to put yourself in the word, even if it's for, you know, whatever time you can carve out, God will honor that. If you're seeking him with intensity and with purpose and intention, then I think that he absolutely will do that for mm-hmm. you. Um, I really love just that, that phrasing of way down. I mean, because we said crushing and what was yours? Like strangling. Strangling. Yep, yep. But okay. too, just think about how you carry yourself when you're worried or anxious. Um, I feel like when I'm that way, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I slump. Mm-hmm. I'm downward. When I'm happy and joyful, I'm up and bright and feel lighter in mm-hmm. the world. And so, like, that's like the perfect word, way down, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And... The Bible talks about a lot of things about weighing down, you know, throwing off the things mm-hmm. that so e- easily entangle us and the, the weight of the yoke that we carry, that we're supposed to carry his yoke and give our yoke to Jesus. Yeah. His His yoke is lighter. Um, so to see that in perspective of how the Word talks about so many different things, I think really is relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the other things that I um, that I saw when I was looking at this Biblically, when you see the word anxiety or anxious a lot of time, it's in reference to like cares and concerns. Right. So typically we're not anxious if it's about things that we really aren't genuinely concerned about. Okay. So maybe one way for us to really stop the cycle of anxiety is to narrow down what our concerns and our cares are. What What's top priority? Right. You know? Um, and make sure that those are in alignment with what God wants for you. Because yeah. when you're not in that place of um, of putting a him first and then, you know, family or whatever, uh-huh. then your priorities get out of alignment. And even like with work stuff, sometimes we put work before family or before oh, yeah. God. It's really easy. Yeah. yeah. It, our culture says to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's how we succeed. <laughs> yes. You know, by the world standard. <laughs> right. Um, but we're not supposed to be a part of that. So I was looking through like where are some good places for cares and concerns in the word. In Matthew 13:22, Jesus is telling the parable of the sower, and we've referenced this before on another episode. But this one, he says, "As for what was sown among thorns, 
This is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfaithful. So it kind of parallels with Luke 8, 14, but that whole choking out the word, um, the cares of the world are choking out what he planted in you Mm -hmm. to grow and thrive and give you peace. Yeah. Right? Amen. Doesn't he say he wants to give you peace? Yes. Did he say... Anxiety, I leave you. Like, no, he doesn't. He doesn't say that he gives us anxiety. He says he gives right. us peace. He's the prince of peace, not the prince of anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we have to we have to remember who's on the throne of our hearts and what his intentions are. Now, to backpedal for a second, anxiety is an emotion. Agreed. It's a feeling, mm-hmm. and we want to validate the feelings. In emotions, in that um, that that that's what God gave us. That we feel that we we recognize that, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got a little visitor peeking. No, it was an adult visitor. Oh, it was our pastor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pastor Mel. Um, he already walked back out the door, so that was totally unnecessary. But anyway, um, so anyway, back to that emotions. We talked about that already about being in our feels, and anxiety is something that we can latch onto and hang on for dear oh, yeah. life and let it rule Consume. us, let it yeah. overwhelm us. Yeah. Um, then, and when you choose to do that, you're not living in that full abundant life that we've talked about right. before. When you allow that to overtake everything, and I'm talking a lot, Casey. You are I'm talking a lot, but I'm enjoying it because everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, girl. Um. Anyway. Keep on talking. <laughs> um, so uh, another verse, Luke twenty one thirty four. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. Mm. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap, for it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. So the, Jesus was talking in this point about like the signs of the end mm. times, like how will the the disciples had asked, like, how do I know when all this is about to take mm-hmm. place? And, of course, he's he's referenced all the things, you know, the um, woe to the woman who's, like, pregnant or mm-hmm. whatever and uh, all that kind of stuff. But he's saying, watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with the cares of this life. Oops. Mm-hmm. Isn't that where we're at? Yep. That's Every what day. we do. Yeah. And I think it's... <clears throat> okay. I think most of us have experienced anxiety mm-hmm. and worry, so mm-hmm. we know that. Right. And I think we, we most of us probably know that we need to give that to God yes. to lay that down. Yes. But that, that's easier said than done. Right. You know, and so how are ways to shift that focus off of ourselves and onto God? And for me, I've struggled with anxiety um, in very, like, day-to-day things, but mm-hmm. also in, like, really hard life things. and. Yeah full-on anxiety and panic attacks and um and but two what I, ha- I also had to figure out how to get out of it right because right. t- somebody telling me oh give it to Jesus and I just wanted to be like what yeah. okay that's so nice of you to say but yeah. not very helpful exactly. even though I knew that's what I wanted to do but how yes. did I do that so for me I had to come up with a game plan and so uh some of that is in thinking about the Sabbath mm-hmm. like we learn um with Sabbath that like rest is an arm so it's not let me do this and this and this and this and this and, and then, then I can, can rest get to it. Yes. God's telling us we 
we need rest. Right. Um, and so finding that. And and for me, a Sabbath doesn't look like a full day. It's maybe just a few hours. Mm-hmm. I think it looks different for different people. Mm-hmm. It um, doesn't have to be a Sunday. Exactly. For me, it tends to be a Monday evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a two-hour window where I try to put my phone down and be intentional with my family and things like that. Um, and also just create that downtime where I'm not running 100 miles a minute, not thinking about work, not thinking about what I got to do. Um, so that helped for me, like mm-hmm. lay that anxiety down because right. it's just a time to breathe, yeah. you know? Um, and then two, and I will totally give credit to this um, for really pulling me out of some of the deepest parts of my life is, and I've said it before, is is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Shifting the focus off of myself and my worries and my troubles mm-hmm. and turning it to a positive. Now, some days that positive is hard to find. Yes. And I felt like I was just making it up like, well, I saw a pretty flower today, mm-hmm. you know, but those little steps helped. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think giving giving yourself the tools you need to help lay it down. Right. You know? Um, so one of the things that I, when I was looking through scripture that I saw, and I've never thought about this before because I don't think it's necessarily the, the, the launch point from where, when we're talking about anxiety, how we will hum, how we will handle this, but humbling ourselves mm. is what I'm getting at. That's why I'm <laughs> saying that. Um, first Peter five, six and seven says, humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time, he may exalt you casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. What's the first thing he says? Humble yourselves. Mm. What does that look like? What does humbling ourselves look like? It's taking ourselves off of the throne mm-hmm. and taking the idea away that what what we think is first and foremost, what right. we say is most important, what we feel mm-hmm. is the best. Um, and when we humble ourselves and put ourselves lower than him and we look at how he sees the whole situation, it's totally different. It's a totally different thing. Yeah. And while it's easy for us to say, um, you know, just trust God. We have that episode on trusting God and the mm-hmm. problems with that. You can go back and listen to it, episode two. But it's easier said than done a lot of times. Yeah. So, um, we have. I have a little tool for you that came from my daughter's counselor. <laughs> so I want you to, in your mind, imagine like a hill going up with a flat top, like a plateau, and then a hill coming down. And when you're in that place of stress and anxiety, Mm -hmm. when you're just at that breaking point, overwhelmed, or way before you get there, Mm -hmm. find a verse that speaks to your heart that really kind of points out God's sovereignty or like how much he cares for you and what we're supposed to do with these anxious thoughts and practice like a breathing exercise. You know, we all know that slowing our breathing down, taking a deep breath and making ourselves breathe out slow will cause our physical body to have that relaxed response, right? Mm -hmm. But when you tie that in with your spirit Mm -hmm. by reflecting on what God is doing and what Mm -hmm. his word says, then it has the power to change your mind and your heart and your body and your spirit all together. It's that whole um, holistic thing. So this is the verse that my daughter uses. It's Philippians chapter 4, it's two verses, verses 6 and 7. So like when you're going up the hill, you're breathing in 
when you're at the top of the hill, you're holding your breath. Mm -hmm. And then as you walk back down, you're, you're letting the breath out. So like you can do it for four counts. You can do it for eight, like breathe in for four, hold it for four, breathe out for four. Um, but the, the verse that she has, Philippians four, six and seven, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension will guard your heart and your minds in Christ mm -hmm. Jesus. And she has figured this out. She makes note cards with this on it that She's she takes with so her. so ahead of the game. I'm so jealous. I learned so much from my kids, guys. <laughs> I really do. But she, she tells her friends about this and how much it just really helps her. And it's incorporating, you know, some of the science that we have nowadays about right. breathing and about the whole mindfulness thing, which is kind of for me a slippery slope in a lot of ways right. i see so be. much relevance and so much good in it mm -hmm. but some people have co-opted it for totally different things right. and so um i think that when you can practically take the word and apply it to something that we see in science that we mm -hmm. see um in that doctors have said are good for you if you're in that place mm -hmm. then it really does have that thing and just you can you can follow that same plateau over and over again you know four counts in four count hold four count down um and the calm app um that is out now it's it's really it, it, i've played with it some yes yeah, it's it, really nice it can it's be good um i i wouldn't say that all of it is necessarily the best, but right. you can figure out ways to use it. You can set it to do the whole um, breathe in and hold right. it and breathe out kind of thing. Um, and I think that it is it is a very um, a very useful tool if you have yeah. struggles with anxiety, which we all do. Um, one quote that we found that we didn't reference: um, Timothy Keller said, anxiety is a daily statement to God saying, I don't think you have my best interest in mind. Mm. That's harsh. Yeah. Um, and But it's so true. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So one last verse to leave you guys with. Isaiah 35, verse 4. Say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, mm. fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. So whatever your anxiety is coming from, God is prepared to save you from that. Let him. Yeah. Let him do that. Don't think that it's your fight all the time. Yeah. Exodus um, uh, 14 talks about um, the Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. And that verse to me has meant um, just so much. I have to go back and read that yeah. over and over again sometimes. He fights battles for us. It's not necessarily yeah. ours to fight, but we have to put yeah. that trust in him. Yeah, and that's such a great a great verse to kind of wrap it up with. And the thing I want to hear when I'm struggling in that panic attack moment, I don't want to hear, oh, it's going to be okay, or right. you're worrying about nothing. Mm -hmm. Those aren't the things that are going to help me get through no. it. But knowing that i got a Savior, mm -hmm. that's what I need to hear. And yep. so that's the perfect way. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. What are you grateful for? Uh, man, we have really got to do better about this <laughs> planning and them. What I'm grateful for, because I'm grateful for so much. Jesus um, and tacos. I am. <laughs> I am so thankful for Jesus and tacos. I'm also thankful for just the season of Lent and mm. uh, uh, what God's trying to show me through it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. What about you? Freedom. Oh yeah. Yeah, that word. Pull it around. Full yeah. circle. Yeah, freedom from a lot of the things that have held me back in life and the way that God has grown me 
and the way that he has made changes in me and that I don't struggle with a lot of things that, that I have struggled with before in the past. Um, I do still struggle on the daily basis right. in a lot of things. Me too. But I have hope that he's going to set me free from all of those things. That's part of that whole sanctification process. Chains broken. But yeah, he breaks chains. He sets us free. And he will set you free from those things that you're anxious over. Yeah. So thank you guys yes, thank for you. listening. Thank you for participating in all the polls on Instagram in the last week about all the things. We do have merchandise available. Yay! Quick plug. It's it's not where we want to go permanently with this. But if you want a t-shirt, if you want a mug, if you want like a little notebook or whatever, check it out. Yeah. Um, the link is in our Instagram bio. It's through Redbubble. But it's, it's cute stuff. It you can cute. get different colored shirts. You can get hoodies. You can get t-shirts. You can do all the things. It's fun. It's fun. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Go set the world aflame.